What were the charges on that domestic situation? Just um, battery. Uh, I know what a battery is, but there's other, you know, I mean, was it an assault? Was it an attempted murder? No, what was it? It was just domestic violence, nothing more. Um, nothing more. Well, oh, you know, that says so much to me. Nothing bad. more than what? Then I oh. knocked her around for a little bit, right? No, it's bad. Trust me, it's bad, man. That was bad. Five third. years? And my third time, so. Your third time for domestic violence? Yes, ma'am. You know what you need? Help. Uh, <laughs> it's not funny. It's actually very, very sad. But that's what makes Hot Pants such a great show. Judge Domango, who has become a personal friend of the, of the show, Patricia, along with judges Tanya Acker and Michael Corriero. Hot Bench weekdays at 9 a.m. on Channel 55 here in New York, season number eight. Patricia's been in studio with me and Bernie many times before, but only the old address at Madison Square Garden, making her debut at these beautiful studios, my friend, hot judge Patricia Domango. Good morning, Patricia. How Good are you? Good morning. I love being with you no matter where you're located. Ah, we you. could be standing on the street. I'd be happy. Thank you. Uh, my only fear is that uh, we don't get together in your courtroom, which it wouldn't happen with me, by the way. I don't do those horrible things that these other people do, but uh, that's a fear of mine. Is uh, like, I, have, I have friends who are attorneys and, and judges, and I never want to see them. I know. People no. are always frightened. And meanwhile, yeah. we're just so sweet off the bat. That's true. That's true. My wife is a, a defense attorney, for example, mm-hmm. and she will bite your head off in court. But outside of that, completely different. Sometimes completely. I find that very true. The people who are the m- most aggressive in the courtroom or from the bench, off the bench, it's, it's like you have a whole new persona. Yes, yes. And it's, it's like a theater. Right, I mean, but, you're uh, interested in acting in theater. That's what it's about. That's my thing, exactly. Not all the new, <laughs> but Danielle's uh, similar to what she is in court. She is, but you're right <laughs> about a lot of people. Uh, you know, it was funny. You walked in, Patricia Domingo, once again, hot bench weekdays at 9 a.m., season 8 now, on Channel 55. And Woody Giuliani was on the phone. And way back when, he appointed you, right? Yes, he did. 1995, he he. He was my god back then, you know. He, he. I wanted that job so badly. Everything I had done up until now, that what job point, was that exactly? I was a criminal appointed to the criminal court. I was the first Italian American woman to ever be seated in the criminal courts for the city of New York, and I had worked, uh, you know, tirelessly from the time I got out of law school, uh, even while in law school, because that's where I wanted to be. I wanted to be a judge, and I think he recognized it, and I've tried to do him proud. Since day one. And you have. I tell you what you've got, and, and I know you've heard this before, but you've got that perfect combination. I've got that, too. You have the street smarts because you're a tough girl, but you're also brilliant. You know, you've got the lawyer and you, you know your stuff. So when you combine – see, I know a lot of people that are book smart, but they're not street smart, so they lose. Then I know people <laughs> who are street smart, but they're not book smart, so they come off kind of stupid. When you've got both of those – you turn out to be Patricia Domingo. Thank you. Thank you. Well, you have both of those. Thank you. You grew up on the mean streets of what? You're in uh, Brooklyn. I grew Island? up in uh, Dyker Heights, Bensonhurst, oh, right, Bay Ridge. right next to a schoolyard. Really? And I'd get up in the morning and I'd go in that schoolyard and I played ball. I, I Did you? was racquetball, paddleball, uh, softball, punch ball. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, st- you can't learn street smarts better than from the schoolyard. No, listen, I actually went to Poly Prep. Oh, which is right the there, corner, basically. Around the corner, mm-hmm. yes. And those days are over. Just so you know, yeah. the days of us kids, I did the same thing. I went to my local PS 
197 and drew a, a box on one of the walls and played stickball for yes. hours and hours. Yes, we used right? to use the broomstick for broom the broom handle. Right. Or you played in the street. You played with the three sewers. Correct, three sewers. Or you got the spalding ball, you bounced yep. it off the stoop, you played stoop ball. Stoop ball, 50 points, 100 points exactly. off the corner. And Patricia, nine hours, 10 hours outside, healthy. Now kids are home. My own son, I, I'm guilty of it myself. He's on the computer. He's, uh, he's on Roblox. He's on this. He's, they don't go outside and play anymore. But you know what the other issue is? First of all, I think they lock the gates now in the schoolyard. I'm not even sure. Well, they, prob- they, they probably should. <laughs> I'm not even sure you could get into a schoolyard anymore. Yeah. But your parents now are afraid to leave their kids unattended outside. That's true. I mean, That's I true. would go out. My neighbors, we all had these row homes. And literally, the mothers would jump over the, the, this little wall, and they'd yell into the school. I used to say to my sister, when we name our kids, we want to be proud when we yell out into the schoolyard, <laughs> come in, it's dinner time, you know, because, you know, <laughs> yeah. Anthony, yeah, come yeah, home. Yeah. And uh, so they would do that, and, and we'd be there, and they didn't have to worry so much, and we were all together. Now, you're right. It's it does, different. It, it's yeah. just different. Well, especially in this city where crime has become a, a huge issue, a huge mm-hmm. issue. We've got a DA, uh, a Manhattan DA in Alvin Bragg, mm-hmm. who when he first took office said, he said, outside of rape and murder, basically, you could do what you want, and I'm not going to bother you. I'm not going to arrest you. I'm not going to keep you in jail. Now he has walked that back quite a bit the last couple of weeks because everybody's mad at him, Democrats and Republicans alike. But the truth is, I believe he really felt in his heart what he said day one. So I don't want you to to uh, really go after him per se, but when a DA says something like that, wh- what are you thinking? Because I know your job is to keep people safe and, and, and put the criminals away. That You're a judge. That's what you do, right? My, my job actually is to ensure that justice is done. Okay. So th- it serves no public interest to incarcerate someone who didn't do something, okay. who didn't do wrong, right. and it serves no public interest to have the streets running you know, people running wild on the street, committing sure. all sorts of crimes, you know, and, and we see this with the rash of all but, the By the way, when you thefts. incarcerate somebody who did nothing wrong, it's a horrible injustice oh to God. that person. Yes. But, but no one's going to die the next day. On the flip side, the second example you gave, when you let that guy out who's got 90 priors, someone's going to die. But, well, <laughs> I can't make that assurance. Well, I can. I, but the only thing, <laughs> the, but what I can say is, the person that you're incarcerating that didn't do it, could you imagine being innocent no. and being in prison? And, and some, what if these guys kill him? No, I understand. You it's know, a, it's a mean, horrible thing. It, it really yeah. is. But, but I'm, you see, I'm one of these guys. I'm like Nancy Grace, okay? Okay. Everybody's guilty. <laughs> <laughs> like, it, it's, you really have to prove to me you're innocent. Before I believe you're innocent. Oh, so you're reversing, you're reversing the standard of proof. Oh, 100%. We, we start with your right, innocent until proven which guilty. Is, right, which is nonsense. <laughs> you're, <laughs> you're guilty. Reverse it. Exactly right. Right, uh, right. I don't think you'd make it on a jury. I have a feeling if that came out, <laughs> somebody, your wife would take you right, right. off that oh, jury oh, she, as a defense attorney. She's a defense. Oh, we have uh, these arguments all the time. Oh, even during the, uh, the Gabby Patino thing, I'm like, he killed her. Why do you say that? Where is the evidence? I go, I don't need evidence. He killed her. But By I'm the way, with I was you right. on that one. Well, I'm with you on that one. That he killed one. her. I right. mean, common sense dictates that this guy is out there with her alone. I mean, there right. are certain things that circumstantially, yeah, listen, not 100%, but I, I was kind of out there with you on that one. Yeah, but the O.J. Simpson trial really screwed everything up because there's a guy that was clearly 1,000, 1 million percent guilty who was uh, acquitted of the criminal charges, at least, not the civil charges. Mm-hmm. And that really screwed the – who would have known that that, that O.J. Simpson screwed up the whole damn legal system? Since that day, I'm telling you, the confidence is not what it used to be, even though we have, far and away in the United States, the fairest and best legal system in the world. Since that trial, it's been different. Well, you know what? The public – once the public loses confidence in the criminal justice system, you, there, there's going to be issues. You know, yeah. you, you, you want to make sure that – 
that the evidence that's presented is presented fairly, that the judge is doing the right thing, that everybody's doing their job. I mean, that's the checks and balances of our system. If everybody's doing their job to, to the best of their ability and or better, hopefully, right. Right. Uh, then things should work more smoothly. It's when one of those players fails that we have issues. Right. So you actually really go to work every day under the impression these people are or innocent to proven guilty, like for real. Like I, re- I don't go with any impression. <laughs> I just go in there. I sit up there, try to look nice, try to right. be smart, right. you know, try to be fair, and uh, uh, and and hope that everybody does their job. Well, you know, <laughs> well, you've got it. You've got a double-edged sword because you have to a, you know, make sure the law applies and be legally on the right side, and at the same time be entertaining. Whether it's you, Tanya, or oh, Michael. Oh, we're talking about the show now. That's even better. Yeah, yeah that's true. Yes, you have to, you be, have to be entertaining. Yeah. So you have to take what would happen, you know, all day in family court or all day in whatever court you're in and make it worthy for the viewer, which you do a tremendous job of. That's not easy. No, that I have to tell you, it's not. That's not. I mean, that was never my responsibility before on, on, on the criminal uh, bench. Right, right. But, but here... You know, you have litigants. There are no lawyers, so they blurt out things that they probably shouldn't be saying. You grab it. You, you know, you got to listen. So to every word you have to listen to, and then you've got to listen to the words they're not saying. Right. And you've got to latch on to that, and you've got to twist it to make it, you know, humorous because yeah. it's true. You want to be entertained. And and in most cases, I mean, the case that, that we just heard was a serious case and really – Domestic violence, you know, right, right. His – that aspect of his life was treated in the, in the uh, criminal term – but other aspects of people's lives can be humorous. You know, people, dogs biting people in the groin. Yeah. You know, the guy saying, you don't know how this affected my life, Judge. I'm thinking, <laughs> I, I kind of could guess. Right, you, know, you could guess. Yeah, you could yeah, guess. Yeah, yeah. So, but, you know, often I watch uh, your show and, and you know, you're, you're, you're going off on somebody or Tanya or Michael. And they, I, I guess they know they're on TV, so they, 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 they're okay with it at the time. But I have to imagine that when the cameras are off, maybe after court, at the end of the day, that some of these people are furious with you. Are they, I mean, do you ever get a any response or walking out of the court heckled or yelled at? I've or? never gotten a hate letter. Never? Never gotten a hate letter from one of them. Really? Um, in fact, I, it seems that based on the feedback that, that I'm hearing, that people, the general public, actually enjoys somebody telling the litigants you know, hey, knock it off. Right. This is you're, you're, you're full of it. Well, the you public enjoys that, but do the litigants enjoy I that? I think they're so happy to have their day on TV. They don't care. That they may not. <laughs> I mean, and we try not to be personally offensive. Right, you know, if right. we don't like your case, that's one thing. But right. you know, we don't want to be personally no, offensive. No, I've never seen you do that. And, and I will say this. Early on, it was Judge Judy, who, of course, got you guys going. Mm-hmm. Uh, then you guys, mm-hmm. right? So, and, and then now, like, everybody's a judge. Like, Steve Harvey? Is Steve Harvey really a judge? Well, Steve Harvey's a TV judge, but you see, there's nobody like Hot Bench. There's no, we are. You're a like, real you, judge. Yes, right, I am. Yes, right. A long I, time. I saw some show last week, some couple. They're not even judges. They're not even lawyers. And they sit there and they, and they, and they talk to uh, married couples who are having their issues. To me, that's making a mockery of what you guys do, because you guys do serious stuff. We, You know what? That, that's, to me, that could be a little uncomfortable, because right. I, do, I do like that I take what I'm doing seriously. Of course. I, there is a humorous side, and, yeah. and that's always about any job in life. Right. Um, but I do take it seriously. I take the issue seriously, and I, and, and I take the people's problems seriously. And so, and I think we all do on Hot Bench. So now you do most of your taping out in Los Angeles, right? All the taping. All the taping is there. Okay. Uh, me and Chris know her. She's great. I'm not sure who he, This is Joe Esposito. He was the former chief of police here in New York back in yes. uh, 9-11. Amazing he loves guy. You. 
Oh, you amazing. know Joe. Yes. He he's loves amazing. you. He should be back. Oh, look at that. So he just texted he me how much. He should be back. He, yeah. So, uh, but you come back to New York, how often would you say? Uh, a year? Uh, a number of times. I, at least at least once a month, usually oh, twice do? a month. Yeah. For, for work or for family stuff? Uh, mostly uh, family, some work. Like this trip was mostly work, believe okay. it or not. Promoting the show, obviously. Yeah. Okay. Good. And then your family lives in Brooklyn, or what do you? What is... uh, Brooklyn, for the most part, we have some people in Queens. We have right. some people in New Jersey now. I mean, the the people are kind of spreading, moving out, yeah. uh, away from that little you know hub and right, nexus right. that we grew up with. Well, you people know. never left when we grew up. Like my my relatives yeah. stayed in the same place for sixty years. Oh yeah. Now they all moved to Manalapan or Staten That's Island where my, yeah, or my Marlboro. Right. Yeah, right? exactly. That's where my sister's family is. <laughs> Uh, and they missed the hop into Staten Island, my yeah. sister's family. They, they went, went right straight, to Jersey. Right, they right. went right to Manalapan. Right. That's where they went. And so when, when you leave these studios today on the way out with my friend here, Gary, and uh, you walk in the streets of New York City, the people go, oh, my God, you're Patricia, hot bench Patricia. Do you get stopped I, all the time? I wouldn't say all the time. We we got it more when we were on Channel 2 because people, I think, it's it's on in the gyms and right, the health right, clubs right. and they see you. But people really do stop you. But what I always found interesting about being stopped is people will say things to you that they wouldn't say to their best friend. Like one woman stopped me. She goes, you know, I wanted to tell you, I love you, but your hair the other day, I don't know what you did. And I'm like, well, yeah, yeah. I won't wear it like that again. Right. You know, That's cute. But, you know, it is very cute. cute. But it's just, you're not expecting I don't, I don't have to that. worry about that, by the way. Well, they might say, you know, I think your head was shiny the other day. <laughs> they, they have done that. You're right. They have done that. You're right. So uh, the show, again, in its eighth season, it's on 9 o'clock every morning on WLNY Channel 55. You guys have had an incredible run. You continue to have a great run. All three of you are great. And we I've are. met all three of you. You're my favorite, of course. Oh, I love that. Because you're a New that. Yorker See? and you're cute and the whole thing. Oh, I love you, too. I love you, too. And uh, keep coming back and keep enjoying success and, and put the bad people away, please. <laughs> I, I had that run, believe I me. Know you and I was, I was tough on crime. You're glad it's I over, definitely right? was tough. Yeah. No, I'm not. I no. miss it. You do? I miss it. People, really? are, people are so surprised by that. I say, you know I'm what? Surprised. I missed it every day. I don't know how I did it when right. I think back and reflect on it. But I miss it. I wow. really do. Wow. For some reason, it was just, I really felt as though I, I had a handle on what was happening. Well, it's a big deal. Now you, you wouldn't be able to do it anyway because the courts are pretty well, much closed. Well, that's what people are telling me You'd be me sitting now. on a Zoom in your apartment right now trying to keep somebody out of prison for 40 years. And not only that, with all the restrictions, I don't know how right. well I, w- I would right. do with that because right. I'd want to do certain things that right. I would think are right. Sure. Not, not, not harmful, but right. Right. You're adorable. I love you. Thank Patricia you. Patricia Mango, everybody. Hot Bench, 9 o'clock weekdays here in New York City. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.